All right. Hi, everybody. Catherine and Dave here for the Fantasy Fitnessing Podcast for kind of rogue invitational salary cap kickoff week. So this podcast, we're just going to run through the game, how it works, a few sort of demo team lineups, and kind of who we've picked, which is always subject to change. So um, do you want to play? explain the salary cap game? Yeah, so the salary cap game, uh, it is 100% free to play on fantasyfitnessing.com. Just create your account and you'll uh, be prompted to set a team. So you get a completely fictional uh, $250 uh, budget to pick a team of three men and three female athletes that will be competing at Rogue. Um, so we've put prices associated to them based off of their past performance and um, kind of our expectations of where they all finish off on the weekend if everything were to go perfectly but um so you go through pick a team um you can stack it with uh, a bunch of uh, top dollar athletes i think our highest pride athletes at this point are 60 bucks um and then kind of fill up the rest of the remainder with um some of the qualifying positions or you can kind of go middle of the road with you know a bunch of 40 dollar athletes and uh pick your team from there so this one was pretty fun uh, just because well, everybody's really good so um you should know everybody yeah, it's a pretty small field, which kind of makes it fun because you don't often have some of those athletes that you get for 20 bucks Yes, in our other games, especially like during semifinals. You have to go a lot deeper. So one thing of note is Tia is so far not confirmed, nowhere on the Rogue Invitational site, but I think she has said like the invite is always there. She hasn't necessarily said no. So at this moment, Tia is not in the game. But if that changes, we will add her. So make sure you kind of keep up with what's happening on that status. And would we add her for about 60 bucks, Dave? Yeah, I think that'd probably be the the right range based off of um, how the game's finished up, or the CrossFit games, yeah. that is. Yeah. So that's the update on Tia. So $250 fictional team. You go in, it's all drop downs. It says their prices. So I just made like a few sort of fun ones to explain like who you could have. So you could have Ricky Garrard, Justin Medeiros, and Jason Hopper as your men. That is super heavy cost wise on the men's side. But then you could have people like Kara Saunders, Annika Greer, and Manon Agonese as your women, which, like we said earlier, is actually kind of fun because. Like you can pick all all of those are sort of big names. A couple of them yeah. haven't been to the games, but they are definitely on the cusp and know that they can perform. So another sort of approach that you could do is like Justin Medeiros, Patrick Vellner, and then Jorge Fernandez, and then like Laura Horvath, Daniel Brandon, and Emma McQuaid. So those are two different teams that you could pick to cheer for during Rogue. All the points that they get, the points that you get, and that's how sort of we run the leaderboard is the total number of points that your athletes that you pick. So then you got to cheer for them. So, and then there is a tie break. How does the tie break work? Yeah. So the the tie break, um, you also, I guess, in addition to picking your athletes, need to choose. Um, or basically enter the, the number or the difference of points between the first and second place athletes on both the men's and the women's side. Uh, and then the closest combined um, 
you know, tiebreak score, but closest combined difference would, you know, determine the, the tiebreak in case the athletes got the same number of points. So if Catherine and my team both ended up with, you know, let's call it 2,400 points, um, and I difference was, you know, 50 points and Catherine's was 40 and it ended up being 38 points, Catherine would, would be ahead of me in the, the standings. So fortunately, we've only need to use the tiebreak once for our podium finishers in the fantasy game, but it is there and uh, it does matter. So, Yeah, we have used it. Yeah. So think about it. Think about that point spread between first and second on both sides. All right. Anything else about the game or should we just run through our subject to change um, picks that we have right now? Yeah, I guess, you know, in terms of Rogue itself, just looking forward to seeing the field compete, you know, with Outia and Mal O'Brien competing or at competing at this point, I think the, the women's field's pretty wide open, so it should be should be exciting to watch. There could be, you know, some surprise performances there to, to finish top of the podium. And then, uh, you know, just after the game's excited to see that top group of men all compete against each other since, I think, whatever it is, the top top 15 from the games all accepted their invites to Rogue. So um, it should be exciting to see them all throw down in a different environment. Yeah, it's like a games redo on the men's side and then the women's side kind of, opens up the top, but then also has like some storylines with Annika Greer and Manon Anganese. So, cause I'm, there's been lots of hype about Annika Greer and stuff. So let's see how she stacks up against some of these people. There are key people gone, but like there's still a lot of really strong women there. Yeah. She is a big question mark. Um, you know, she won Can West games this summer, which had a handful of semifinal athletes. Um, and she was, you know, 20, 30 points ahead of um, Hattie Kano, who was seventh, I think, at last chance qualifier, but then was ninth at Madrid a few weeks ago. So kind of a, an up and down season, but, you know, she was 15th or so in the Open this year. So um, has that elite potential? We'll see what it, her first, you know, real test at the games level will be this, this competition. Yeah, I'm excited to watch how that plays out. All right, so who do you have? On the uh, men's side, uh, just just the men's side. Sure. Um, or yeah. So starting with the men. So I got Justin Medeiros. You know, he won Rogue last year, um, two-time fittest man on earth. Um, so kind of have him as my anchor. Um, I got Patrick Vellner. Um, I think this is the first time we haven't priced them in the top price tier for the men since we've been running fantasy fitness things. So. Um, that said, I'm going to pick Vellner until Vellner no longer competes as an individual athlete. Uh, and then I got Jack Farlow, who was a qualifier um, coming into the event. Um, you know, I think he's like 20 years old, but can lift an absolute house. So given that Rogue was a little bit heavier last year, um, I got him. They scooped him up for 10, 10 bucks. Um, if he ends up finishing 15th, I think he's ahead of uh, expectations there. So I'm happy with that choice. Yeah, so I went with Roman Krennikov, just still leaning into him, like, still, like, first time showing up at these comps. Um, yeah, I just like Roman, so I picked him. And then Adler, don't really have, like, a lot of reason. <laughs> I like Adler. He's strong, um, and I think he's still 
got space to improve. I think he can mm-hmm. like make a bigger mark, especially at something like Rogue. And then Koski for thirty bucks, just to round it out, he's a solid athlete. He's gonna get points. So yeah. yeah, and this year his performance at the games wasn't really true. He was coming back from injury, so now he's had a few more months that I think he's a solid pick at thirty bucks. Yeah. I like Adler. I think just he proved himself last year um, that he was able to compete in a live competition at Rogue where he, he finished on the podium. So fifth at the games, I think there's a, a strong chance for him to finish top five, not top three here. So Yeah, and you took Vellner and Farlow, so I gotta get another Canadian yeah. in there. <laughs> yes. We'll have them all. Yes. And then for the women, who do you got? Uh so I got Laura Horvath. I think she's the favorite here after, you know, finishing on the podium at the games last couple of years was third last year at Rogue. I uh, got Annie Thor's daughter. Um, you know, I think just super excited to see her back on the individual field. Her head to head battle with Tia at Rogue last year um, was awesome to watch. She was leading going into the final day, which um, we hadn't seen that um, for years from uh, Tia to, or for, for Tia to come back on the last day. And then, uh, I got Alexis Raptus again, just kind of hedging on the side of it being a, a more of a strength-based competition than um, you know what the CrossFit Games might be. So um, I like her to, to fill up my team there. So yeah, I went same as you with Annie. Just excited to see her back. She's awesome. I always want to cheer for her, so I'll pick her. Yeah. And then I got Gabriella Magala, just a solid. The women's side, I felt, was just, like, too up in the air to know who's going to get the most points. So I kind of picked all 40 and $30 athletes. So I got Miguel, McQuaid, and Thora's daughter are my three women that are all have definite upside potential. Yeah. All three of them really could finish on the podium for sure, but it's unlikely that they'll finish outside of the top eight or so. That way you can guarantee yourself the points and has a a higher floor than some of the other athletes that might be a bit more wild cards. Yeah. I felt like the men was a bit more divided of like the top few are the top, whereas women is just a lot more unknown. So went a bit more of center balance kind of approach on the women's side of things. So those are our teams for now. I generally change my team and do worse yeah. than my first picks. So I'm really going to try to not to, unless maybe Tia comes. I think that warrants a lineup change. How about you? Are you probably locked in? Or? Um, I probably will adjust. I don't know. Um, you know. I think we should judge our teams as of this point and compare them to the teams that we ultimately set if there are changes, see which ones does better. <laughs> yeah, I always... your gut from the start or, you know, always keep your first answer on a test. So we'll see how it goes, but I'm excited to three weeks, less than three weeks to the event. So, yep. Wait, so that is our rogue kickoff episode. Make sure you follow us at fantasy fitnessing on Instagram. We post different stats, sort of different ways of grouping the athletes, who's done what, that kind of stuff. So follow us there and set your fantasy lineups at fantasyfitnessing.com. All right. So that's that, and we will see you on the leaderboard.